0: hey guys welcome to the fellowship greenville students podcast this week dallas greenway continues our 10 practices series where we will be talking about 10 daily and weekly practices that can define our faith and bring growth in our life dallas talks about reading scripture this week looking at matthew 4 verses 1 through 4 and how the things we fill our minds with shape us We have a deep need for the Word of God to satisfy us, and we need it. We challenge you to read a chapter of your Bible every day to discover Jesus through the Word. We hope you enjoy this message. What's up once again, middle school? My name is Dallas. We are back with week three of our 10 practices. You can go ahead and turn in your Bible. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Just four verses this morning as we talk about reading scripture. Before we get there, though, I do want to say hello to you guys in the chat. What's up, Joseph McBride? I see you in there. Uh, Who else is somebody in there? Ava, I bet you are in there as well. Uh, Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are, guys. We're so glad that you are tuning in. Yes, you may have already noticed I shaved my face. Now, some of you who didn't notice are like, what, and your mind's blown. Uh, But if if you notice that I shaved my face, well, I've already told you, could you just put, I thought this was so fun to put an emoji in the chat last week. Put a baby face emoji in the chat for the sake of my shaved face. Let's get all those little baby faces going up. Uh, just because it's fun, right? So today we are talking about the 10, one of the 10 practices, which is reading scripture. The past two weeks, you can go back and listen to those. Uh, we talked about building relationships, and we also talked about prayer, right? So we're keeping on trucking along with these practices. And as we do, hopefully you're already to Matthew chapter four. I want you to, to think about this question. What are the things that right now during this Quarantine or stay at home. And yeah, I know we're able to get out a little bit more than some other states with some of the recent changes But during this season of like school is not totally normal for most of us and just life looks a little different What are the things that you are filling your mind with the most? Uh, Is it like Netflix? Like maybe the thing you most spend time on is watching certain shows could be Netflix or Amazon or Hulu or Disney plus whatever you watch Uh, Is maybe the thing that you're most spending or or most putting into your mind, is it video games? Like now's the time for you to just grind video games, whether it's Fortnite or Call of Duty or Animal Crossing or something else, like is that what you're spending uh, time putting into your mind? Or is it maybe things that your family says, like you're hanging on the words of your family or hanging on the words of, of friends through a FaceTime call or through texting Uh, Just what are the things, maybe you're reading more than you ever thought, whatever it is that comes to your mind, what would you say that you are filling your mind with the most these days? You can answer that question to yourself, or you can even put an answer in the chat. But here's what I want you to understand, and what I'm trying to help myself understand more and more, is that whatever it is that we fill our minds with, those are the things that are shaping us in some way or another, and let me just give you a really simple, it's much bigger than this, but a really simple example of how this is happening in your own life. I truly believe that the first thing you wake up to is shaping you in some way, shape, or form. And for a lot of us, it's our phones or it's our devices, right? And the first thing we do is we turn over from our bed, probably shut off the alarm that's going off. Maybe you don't have an alarm now during this season, but you shut off the alarm that's going off on your phone or your your device, and you immediately start checking through that thing. And you're looking at social media, you're looking at the games you're playing, you're looking at messages from friends, or the first thing that influences you is, is like the TV, right? first thing that goes on or the first thing you walk into the, the living room, uh, that the first thing is happening is the TV's on and you're hearing the news or you're hearing some like kids show that your your siblings are into, right? All these things from the moment we wake up are shaping us. They're affecting or impacting us in some way. And, you know, some of you know, like, hey, if I don't get a message from my friends, as soon as I wake up, if there's not a message sitting there for me, like that kind of ruins my day or if the first thing I walk into is negative news on the TV, like my whole day is scratched, right? My whole day is messed up. You know that, that it can impact you negatively how it affects the rest of your day. You also know how it can positively infect, uh, impact you or affect you. And if you wake up and there's a bunch of text messages from your friends, you're like, yes, somebody loves me, right? Or if you got a bunch of likes on that picture or that video, like you're feeling good and right off the bat, your day is starting off well, right? That's a small way that all the things that we put into our mind, all the things we expose ourselves to are impacting us. But but there's so much more to this thing, right? And what I really want you to to think about is what are the things that during the season you're letting impact you the most? And is one of those things, this guy right here, the word of God? Are you letting the word of God impact and shape your days, right? Like what, what would happen if instead of your device or instead of the TV or instead of uh, your siblings or even your parents? Like what would happen if the first thing you woke up to or one of the first things was diving into God's word and letting his promises, his truth, his encouragement shape the rest of your day? How, How might that impact your day every single day, right? So today as we talk about scripture reading, I want you to have that in the back of your mind. Like is this one of the things that's impacting you? Is it One of the things that's shaping your days is is God's word doing that in your own life. And if it isn't, then maybe what's what's some steps or what are some ways that you can move towards having his word impact you, right? Because what we're going to read today actually tells us that it's not just about, hey, we just need that encouragement. We just need that good word. But actually what Jesus is going to tell us here in Matthew chapter four is that God's word is life. It is what will sustain us. It is what will keep us, what will hold us we see that in Matthew chapter 4, right? So this is right after Jesus was baptized by John the Baptist. The Spirit, we're going to read in just a moment, leads Jesus out into the wilderness. And remember, the wilderness in Scripture is oftentimes a place of testing, a place of trial. It's a time where, where a lot of times God wants to use to, to grow us and really to make us more reliant on Him, right? So let's go ahead and start reading, because <clears throat> we maybe you already know this, but Jesus kind of encounters an interesting character in the desert or in the wilderness. So Matthew chapter four, verse four said, then Jesus was led up by the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Kind of interesting. Wish we had a lot of time to unpack that, uh, but we've already kind of talked about it just a little bit, right? Verse two says, and after fasting for 40 days and 40 nights, he was hungry. I would have been hangry, right? Maybe that would be Uh, if, if I was written into here, that would be what it would say about me. Verse three says, and the tempter or the devil came and said to him, if you are the son of God, command these stones to become loaves of bread. But Jesus answered, it is written before we get there to see how Jesus responded. So we've got the devil tempting Jesus and he's, he's tempting Jesus really to satisfy himself. He's tempting Jesus to say, hey, if you are the son of God, if that is really who you are and you can do anything that you want to do, then how about you satisfy yourself? How about you use your powers, your gifts, your strengths, your God card or your godliness for your own selfish gain? And really, it's actually bigger than than even just, hey, will you satisfy your belly and provide some food for yourself? You got to be hungry right after 40 days and 40 nights of not eating, but Really, the devil's like poking and, and tempting and trying to get Jesus to fall in a way that he would use his power to rule and reign over people and do it in like a military way, just a uh, just a selfish, like authoritarian way. And Jesus is having none of it, right? So the devil tries to take take God's words and twist them. And Jesus throws God's words back at him and says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So yes, Jesus is a son of God. Yes, he has the power to do the things that the devil is tempting him to do, but he realizes who he is, and he realizes who his father is, and that's part of how he's able to avoid the temptation. And it teaches us a lesson in this moment saying, hey, Jesus, he's actually pointing back to the Israelites. When they were supposed to rely on God for everything, when they would go out in, in the morning and get food, literally get, get bread that God had, had fallen from the heavens, get that manna, and that, yes, they were relying on God for food, but more than that, they were supposed to rely on God for, for everything, right? For Not just food for them physically, but food for their soul satisfaction for their soul, to satisfy all of who they are. And Jesus is saying, devil, I I hear what you're saying, but I'm not going to fall to that temptation because God is the one who satisfies me fully. I don't need the physical bread right now because God is actually satisfying something much deeper within me. So what can we learn from this? Just these four simple verses, right? Man, for us, like, yes, we need to eat physically every single day. I mean, unless you're fasting, which, man, good for you. But, but deeper needs are there, whether we realize it or not. And one of those deep needs is for God's word, which satisfies our soul. And every day we need this. Every day, more than the likes of our friends, the words of our friends, the, the TV that provides some entertainment or the game that provides some fun, more than that, deeper than those needs, we have a need for God to be the one who satisfies us. And every single day, we have the ability to be satisfied by his word. So here's the practice. Here's here's the challenge for us is that every day, like from here until whenever this thing ends, right? And really, maybe it should be for all of our lives. Every day, the challenge is for us to get into God's word. And we've made it so specific and said, hey, what if we together as an FGS community read one chapter from God's word every single day? What if that was maybe how you started the day or maybe how you ended the day or maybe how you took a break and at lunch, while you were eating, you were, while you were filling yourself physically, you were also filling yourself spiritually, filling that need for your soul, right? With God's word. What might happen if, if you let God's word be one of the biggest things that shapes and impacts your day and you did that every single day? I think I would change it. So here's some kind of simple ways. And then I'm going to finish this message off with a quote, but there's many apps that you can use on your phone that are great for helping you engage with God's word. One of them is the YouVersion Bible app. There's also a, uh, you, you can get all these on tablets or or on your phone or whatever. You can also go to the website for the YouVersion app. And uh, they they have so many, like, countless Bible plans that you can get into. There's even like a friend system where you and a friend can do the same thing at the same time. And that'll set you up on a track of reading, you know, however much you want to read really. But maybe you just want to take this challenge and read one chapter a day. There's plenty of plans there for you to engage with. Another great option for uh, tablets, for phones, or for this website is the CBR Journal. You can find it at cbrjournal.com. Um, and it's actually what our entire church is using right now, and we are taking the CBR journal and reading a chapter from the New Testament every single day and engaging with God's word and talking about it in community. We're doing this thing together, but we're letting God satisfy us with his word to the depths of our soul. So will you take this challenge with us? Will you choose to read a chapter from God's word every single day? Maybe you're still kind of like, yes, I know I need to do that, but there's there's just like this hump that I can't seem to get over. And I've been right there to, with you too many times. So let me finish this message by reading a quote from a guy named R.C. Sproul. He's an American theologian who passed away just a few years ago. And here's what he says about reading scripture. He says, we fail in our duty to study God's word, not so much because it is difficult to understand, not so much because it is dull or boring, but because it's work. Our problem is not a lack of intelligence or a lack of passion. Our problem is that we are lazy. Now, I know you've got a lot of excuses, like maybe you have said the Bible's boring, or maybe you said, I'm just not sure that I'm going to be able to understand it. But I know for me, this quote hits home because this was the truth of where I've been so many times, is that the real reason that I wasn't willing to engage God's word was because I was lazy. And I didn't want to make intentional time to do so. But once I started to do it, and I've talked to so many other people who have experienced the same thing, it was food and nourishment and encouragement for my soul. And now I know that I need that every single day. And so do you. Let's pray. God, thank you for your word, which fills us and satisfies us. Help us to experience that as a community together as we move forward and step into this practice of reading your scripture. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.